Welcome to the Tim and James universe. The TJU is proud to present 31 Days of Horror, The Revenge. What seems to be the problem? Fearing for your life? Snap out of it! You act like you've never seen a dead body before! Whoa, that is right, everybody. There was no theme for this. Uh, welcome to day eight of 31 Days of Horror, The Revenge. Yeah, you could have done the ending credit song or not. I, I can't believe that used to blast in fucking arenas. It wasn't there. Uh. <laughs> believe me, buddy. This is a very, very new, very independent movie. I love the fact that it looked like it was filmed in the 80s. I thought it was an old movie, even though you said it, I forgot that you said it came out it came out this year. <laughs> it came out literally earlier this month. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the the movie we're talking about today is called Censor. Uh, it's a British horror film from this year, 2021. Um, I highly recommend, before we really get into this, to go watch this movie if you can find it anywhere. Um, it is definitely one that's... More imp- I didn't even see a trailer for this, so I just went in knowing the basic idea that she was a censor in Britain, and that was it. So uh, that's the way to do it. So go watch it now, and um, we'll see you right now. Glad you're back. Okay, so we're going to talk about censor. Um, so yeah, the, the one this movie is set in the 80s. Um, this is set during a very specific period um, in the UK. Uh, the video nasty. Yeah, the video nasty. You ever heard of that before? Sure didn't. But apparently, it got became a real thing where they had to have like a whole guess, like some type of government task, like people that actually reviewed movies and shit to to pass it. So like, I just thought it was oh, they're that's the world they live in. But like, no, it really happened. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, absolutely, buddy. Uh, and they would raid movie store. It was literally like buying drugs, finding some of these VHS tapes. That's insane. I know. Um, what was it like? Cannibal Holocaust was one that's a really well-known like horror movie. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think Henry was too. Yeah, I was gonna say. Didn't you say Henry just like? It, wasn't it like Australian or UK where you're it like, was... oh, it just now got up it was like 2018 or something you were like now they can watch it <laughs> yeah it was like 2012 or something where the portrait of a serial killer finally came out like 20 uh, 30 years after the movie yes like, here you go yeah, like the, there's a very famous movie um i spit on your grave which is like the most famous oh, yeah, yeah, revenge yeah. Uh, rape revenge movie a very famous cover ever seen the cover where it's just like some chick in like panties like oh yeah walking. fuck you have Half her ass hanging out. That model, believe it or not, was actually Demi Moore. Oh, really? That is her ass on the cover of I Spin in Your Grave. Fun fact for everybody. Huh. Wasn't uh, The Last House on the Left kind of the same thing? Didn't that girl get like, raped and then she killed like, yes, the people? Yes, that was also, that's another, that came out, that came afterwards, and that was, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Craven's like, first movie. But again, oh. that's another movie that is hard to watch. 
I uh, saw rape in movies. I oh, I know, like I can handle all the gore in the world, but when it's like rape, I just feel ugh. I know, but he turns me on too. Um, actually, I spent or last South and Left was was earlier. I'm looking. It's on this list too. Yeah, no, the one I saw the remake. I didn't. I didn't even know there were going to be that. Damn it, dude. I know. Well, that, I didn't know, and that was the first time I heard of it, and I was like, oh, there's an original. Oh, cool. But I heard that's like worse because it's like more like uneasy. <laughs> oh yes, because yeah. <laughs> It looked more real back then because, you know, they did not – I don't know. Maybe it was real. Who knows? <laughs> well, yeah, so the video nasties, it's kind of similar to what was going on in America at the time. Um, like here it was like satanic panic, which is what it's been dubbed, where, oh, you know, they're – like, oh, if you play ACDC or Judas Priest backwards, it's a devil thing, right? The same kind of thing was going on over there, but it was more of a moral panic, and it had to do with, like, all these gory movies. And so that's where the rating system started in America – and the video video nazis were just straight up banning movies or you had to censor content so that's when you, when you watch a horror movie from the 80s and you go like how come they cut away so quickly from the murder that's why that, and that's why a lot of 80s kind of slasher movies while i appreciate a lot of them some are very difficult to watch like the friday the 13th movies because they don't really show much because they couldn't yeah you have to find the really weird offshoot ones, like uh, like Reanimator or From Beyond or or you know Dead Alive that show things uh, or Society or stuff like that, right? Which like uh, Society's not even particularly gory. It's just kind of like that last shunting thing. Uh, it's just fu- it just fucked up to look at. It sure is. Um, but yeah, that's where we put here. Um, the movie. Let's go into the who's the cast. Uh, how do you even pronounce that? Niam Algar. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't pronounce half those names. There's no one here they're gonna know because it's like a British movie, very independent. Um, but she plays the main character Enid. Um, she is one of these British censors who works for this some kind of government board where they literally their job is to sit down all day and watch these horror movies that come in and take notes and write like you know do we pass this or what do we want them to cut or do we just outright ban this movie? Yeah, she's. She... She's good looking for an English woman. <laughs> um, okay, don't agree. I mean, sure. Um, so basically, like, the backstory we're given is that she has some kind of childhood thing where her sister, when they were young, went missing and they never found her. And she still very much kind of holds out hope that her sister will be found at some point. And this, this is like 20 years ago or something at this point, like 1958 yeah. it happened. Yeah. She was seven. And then like, I forget, I don't, I don't know exactly how old she is in the movies, but she's got to be like 30 ish. Yeah. Um, and there's a scene where Enid has dinner with her parents and they give her a death certificate. And she's like, what is this? And like, we think it's time, you know, we all move on and it's, you know, it's been so long. We pretty, we're, we don't think that she's, alive anymore there's no hope and Enid really doesn't want to hear this she absolutely refuses um it's to time to it. move on with your life love that's <sighs> pip pip <laughs> oi where's my tea it's time to move the fuck on in it <laughs> uh, the in it always gets me that shit fucking kills me <laughs> because you put it anywhere it's like it's true um because it's like our version of like, you serious? Like, isn't it? Like, yeah, questioning it. It's way better than, are you serious? It's, That's very true. <laughs> I kind of want to use it, but like, or like, or like, you know what I mean? It's like, isn't it? 
Yes, there are lots of people that just say that after everything they say. Like, yeah, I know what you said. I want to. I want to. Shut I wanna up. Use, I want to use bruv so bad, but it just it does. I don't think of that. It doesn't work with us because I say buddy so much. I <laughs> I literally said to someone else, "What's up, buddy?" I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> well, we've called each other babe several times on accident. <laughs> That's very yeah. I I've done multiple times because I'm lonely, but you did it once and it popped me. Uh, yeah, I've almost called people that I call babe a buddy on accident. <laughs> so that, that would be good. The reverse also happens. Like I do it in my head and I just get red hot. Like goddamn it, I almost said buddy. <laughs> uh, but there's only one buddy. No, that's right. Well, technically two, me and you. Well, I mean, goddamn it, I don't call anybody else buddy. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, I get, what, I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So in a, through the course of like the beginning part of the movie, we keep seeing just very quick flashes. The story is told, it's not like out of order, but you just get like very, very little bits of information from her past because even she herself doesn't know. So this she is was... kind of like, I guess you could say this is sort of an unreliable narrator kind of situation because we're seeing everything from her perspective, but not everything is exactly really happening. Well, because it, it starts off like a uh, like a mystery kind of thing. Because it's like, oh, what? Oh, fuck yeah. It's like, oh, what happened to uh, the sister? And like, she, she can't really remember. So it's like, it it just seems more like a mystery. But you know, then it fucking changes. But um, it's a slow burn. Yeah, yeah, it was. Because like, I got to a point where I was like, oh, all right. But then it's like, <laughs> and then it was like, all right. Like it got good. But um. I forgot what I was going with that. <laughs> well, um... Oh, yeah. No, like, so it's, it, it you know, it, you're, I don't remember shit from when I was seven. So, like, it, on top of that, it was, like, a traumatic event where, like, that she last saw her sister. So, like, you know, the brain kind of blocks that shit out. So it's, like, even more, like, she wouldn't remember. So it's, like, it, it makes sense. So it's, like, you just see hints of, like, her remember her sister walking into somewhere and, like, her seeing something or her like running towards something. So it's fed, it's fed to you throughout the, uh, throughout the movie. Yeah. The mystery of like what the sister is, is like the grabbing hook for like the first 45 minutes or so. Cause at one point she's sitting down and watching a movie from this director. Uh, his name, I don't remember. It doesn't matter, but they haven't like seen a movie from him in a while. And so they're watching it and it starts That's with these cool two. Name, yeah. They start with these two girls in the woods, and as she's watching, like, you see her kind of reacting, like, and she's getting flashes, too. It's, like, the exact thing that she remembers from her memory is playing out in this movie with these two girls. To where, at one point, like, one of them goes into this house, and then the other girl goes in with an axe and, like, kills the sister. And then that's when, like, she leaves the room and, like, goes to the bathroom and throws up. Fuck yeah. Um, And then this is kind of where she starts to lose it because like the mystery is like how does this how did this movie play out exactly what i remember it being like maybe yeah. not exactly the axe part but definitely the scenario of being in the woods and this house that she remembers and she also sees this guy uh like in the house like with the girl with the sister something like that yeah so, was, yeah that one was only a couple flashes where you saw someone kind of yeah, like, very quick because it was it was the doorway and then dark so you kind of saw someone like starting to lean forward to where they got in the light but not great. Yeah, and also I need to commend this movie for doing a much more realistic portrayal of what the '80s actually looked like 
Because when you watch something like Stranger Things and a lot of stuff that's going on now, it really glorifies the 80s, which it is cool, but not everything with synthwave and neon. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it was just gross and brown. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much what uh, this movie was. Sure was. Um, so at this point, she's trying to find information on this director. Um, and it kind of it leads her to this video store to where she sees some woman, some like punk rock chick, bring in a movie, uh, hand it back to the clerk, and he slides it under the under the table. And then she walks up to him and says, hey, you know. Oi! That... Yeah, oi, bruv! I thought that movie was banned, didn't it? And he goes, oh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, she's I'm like, not talking yeah, about it, it. Yeah, she's like, maybe you can help me. I'm looking, I'm looking for movies by this director. Um, and there's just kind of this back and forth. But then she just starts describing what happened in all these other band movies. So he's like, oh, okay, I guess you're in on this. I can t- I'll trust you. Here, take this one. Um, and so he gives her some movie like, by the same director, and she takes it home. She starts watching it. And she sees in it um, this actress, this older actress, who when she sees her, she she's like, oh, my God, that looks like my fucking sister. Yeah, she was like looking at the eyes and she's like, I, I, I think that's her. The actress's name in the movie is Al- Alice Lee is the act, not the real actress, but in the movie. Yeah. Character. Um, so she's like, all right, I need to find this fucking Alice Lee because that's that's my sister. She thinks somebody kidnapped her sister when she was a kid and then took the idea of what happened, made that a movie and then put her in movies. Yeah, which is believable. Right. Um, and then at one point also in the movie, when she's at work typing away, uh, just this scumbag, sleazy movie producer, which again, very, also very realistic. Um, it's just like, not even not, not even hiding the fact that he's just like flirting with her. Oh, like, he, uh, he fallen tried to start to rape her. Well, later on, but I'm, I'm talking about like the first, the first meeting in the office. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like shaking her hand, like I didn't know you had such attractive sensors here, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that, that's when he had told her like, oh, check out, uh, don't go in the church. Check, check out one of my movies for me. And that's yes. when it was like, oh, this is my shit. Like, so she wanted to find him again to ask him like, hey, how the fuck did you like know what happened? What, what happened with us? Right, she's gonna go to. She goes to the producer's house um, at night to like, all right, where can I find this actress and where's this director? Because he's the only person that she knows who has a tie to them. So she goes over to his house. He like answers the door with like a fucking like a bat or knife or something. Yeah, because he's like, you know, uh, I got people like hating on me. Yeah, people hate my movies. So, so he she comes in and he's fully like expecting. Like, oh, she's here to fucking. She's here to fuck. For some reason, he thinks that. That's just how these guys are, I guess. Uh, so he like pours her a drink or whatever. She just downs the whole fucking thing. And I, she asks... To be honest, I am surprised that it wasn't uh, drugged. <laughs> like, I was I, anticipating yeah. it to be drugged. Well, I guess he just figured she came here. Do I really need a drug her? I assume is the, impl- is the, is the, the feeling on his yeah. end. Like, oh, you want to be in movies, love? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, isn't it? Um... <laughs> This scene is kind of like the turning point, a uh, big turning point in the movie. Um, she, so she starts asking, you know, hey, uh, is, do you know where this director is doing? And he says, oh, he's shooting a sequel to Don't Go in the Church. Uh, and she asks where they're shooting it. Um, and I think he, he tells her. And then she asks about Alice Lee. And then he's like, yeah, you're not really here to talk about that or whatever. And this is where he, like, starts grabbing her and starts trying to kiss her. And she's like, what? No. 
and he gets just super pissed. Like, what the fuck are you? What are you here for then? I think I think before that he had told uh, he had told her like this was gonna be her last movie. So she's thinking yes. like, oh fuck, they're gonna kill her when they're done with the movie. Right. Because she she asked like, what does that mean? And that's when he started like, oh, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so they, there's like a struggle and then they both fall to the ground and then all of a sudden you just kind of hear like some gurgling. And so, uh, Enid looks up and there was some, st- some trophy that he had showed her before where it's like the little guy in the trophy is like holding like a machete or something like up over his head. It's uh, like a horror award or something. Sh- yeah. Some shit, right. Yeah. Um, and it, the camera pans up and you see that he has fallen on the award to the point where the little guy has popped through the back of his head or the back of his neck through his mouth. Uh, and he is gurgling blood out and then he sort of just dies. And so Enid is just like, Oh God. Uh, um, like she's kind of disturbed by it, but also kind of like, not really. Yeah. Cause then she's all like, all right, well I'll let myself out. And then she like yep. leaves and it's like, she, oh. just, she just leaves. Um, and so this is, this, uh, like you said, this is kind of like, oh, shit. So something weird happened finally. And then other things just kind of start to descend. Like, she's just not herself at work. Everyone's like, are you all right? Um, oh, holy shit. How did I forget? There's this big subplot in the movie about this guy they, that they dubbed the Amnesia Killer. Oh, yeah. That was – okay. So, yeah. So earlier, you know, it shows you that they, they – uh censor the movies but they let one go through and i guess some guy ended up killing his kid and then his wife he did killed her the same way as the person in the movie like killed her and then ate her face so they're like oh shit like that's you know this is what they're trying to we're trying to prevent but then he says that he doesn't remember like doing it so then he's dubbed the amnesia god damn it buddy i'm on the truck buddy i see it (laughs) and then uh (laughs) can you imagine and then, um, yeah, I guess <laughs> just driving the truck around my face on it. Uh, and then, uh, he, uh, they're like, oh, you know, this and that. But then like later on it's mentioned like, oh, he never even saw the movies. And so they're like, huh? And then that's like it. Like there's no, well, I, or at least I didn't hear no further information about it. There, there, no. Yeah. Um, well that, that whole thing served as, served a big purpose. It was it was to drive her even further to the edge because as soon as it came out, somehow the information of who the censors were that passed that movie got out. So That's she's true. just nonstop getting hounded outside of her work by reporters. She's getting random phone calls at her home saying, "How could you? You're disgusting. You're filth." So, meanwhile, while all this thing is happening of her memories and her seeing her sister and, and being you know obsessed with that. She's getting fucking hounded by people saying that she's disgusting and she should kill herself and all this stuff, all this thing, all this stuff at work. And then by by the beginning of Act Three, as she's leaving work to go to where they're shooting this new movie that because she got the information from the producer before he died, it's just mentioned in the background. Oh, we heard the, the Amnesia Killer didn't even see that movie, which again that is also very real because I cannot tell you how many times things are blamed for somebody's reason for doing something. And then they never even had any connection to it whatsoever. Well, goddamn wasn't Columbine, uh, linked to like, Oh, violent video games. And it's like, all right. It was, the, or or they, like, it was Marilyn Manson. Oh, was it? I thought it was, that was I the big it, one. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, it was probably games too, but that was the big one. Um, where they specifically went after Marilyn Manson, which by the way, Manson sucks. Be real, yeah. be real honest. Yeah, he's uh, not he a murderer. Always, he's just a rapist. 
He is. That also, yeah, that, that also, very not shocking. I remember I read a big article about that when I was, uh, Came out a lot. I, I was in jury duty and I had nothing to do. And my switch, the battery on my switch died. So I almost <laughs> beat DMC three waiting in the fucking jury duty office. Yeah. Um, the battery died. So I read that article and uh, he's a scumbag, but I mean, his music was terrible. Uh, not, not many good songs, maybe one or two, the beautiful people. And then that remake of a song he did, which is not even his song. Um, <laughs> Uh, but anyways, but yeah, that was that thing. So yeah, so she after that she leaves the office because she knows where they're shooting this thing. Um, it's just kind of like in the woods somewhere, um, and she goes up on this. It's just a little trailer, uh, and a woman answers. She's at the window, like, uh, you know, hey, what are you? Who are you, or whatever? She's like, oh, is this where the, you know, whatever director is shooting his movie? And she goes, oh, you're late. She's like, what? Yeah, come on, get in here. We gotta get you in wardrobe. So she's like, "All right." It's like you're playing see, the sister, right? See, and this was also confusing me because I was like, "Oh, were they expecting her to come because she figured it out finally?" So like this, this whole ending thing like made me think one thing because I was thinking something else, and then it fucked me over. Like when it would turned out what it really was. Right. <laughs> this could be it. This could be actually happening, and they they just they knew an actress was coming, and so yeah. when she got there, they just oh, okay, you're the actress. Or it could be like not exactly playing out how she thought, but maybe she broke in and dressed herself up. Who knows? I I yeah. I lean towards the first one that they just they knew an actress was coming, right? Yeah, exactly. And they don't you know they don't know who she is, so if they don't they, know, they just know. hire somebody yeah, no. from an agency, probably. Yeah. The only the only person that met her was the producer she accidentally killed. So yep. they they don't know that like what she has been looking for or or what she thought, you know? Yeah. Uh, so she gets she gets wardrobe on. They start splatting uh, splattering fake blood all over her um, for the scene, um, and they send her off into the woods where she finally meets the director, and they're having this discussion like in the woods, and he's like pointing a camera at her with a spotlight on it, just trying to kind of it's like kind of like a creepy scene, but really in reality he's just trying to get the actress in the right state of mind, right, for the scene that they're about to do. Yeah. Um. So this happens, and now we go to, um, I, I believe it's kind of like the house that we saw from the other movie, um, or a cabin or something. And it, the, yeah, it looked like anyway, it was the same house from the movie, but it looked like the one when from she was younger. Right. Um. And in that cabin is the this like kind of deformed guy that she had we had seen very very briefly from like a vision or maybe it was a movie. We don't exactly know because it starts, it's starting to blend together at this point, because if you've, I don't know if you caught it, but from like the middle of the second act, I think like once the producer dies very slowly, the aspect ratio started to creep in more. No, I did not. I did actually, I did not know. I was watching on my laptop, so I didn't really pay. Okay. Well, cause it's a normal, like, you know, widescreen format, but, Leading up to this final scene, it slowly starts transitioning into four by three. Huh. Like your eyes won't even catch it. Um, because at some point I just kind of like noticed, like, wait, oh, like, oh, we're in four by three now. This must be because it's they're making a movie, so it's gone to this aspect ratio. But I didn't even like notice it happening, slowly happening. It's very because I saw like a time lapse thing later on. Yeah, it shrinks in over the course of like twenty five minutes. Mm. Or something like that. Um, so we're in full four by three, and there's like 
VHS kind of tracking every now and then, um, which definitely plays into seeing the difference between actual reality and what she's seeing, which I think is a really creative way to do that. It is. That's true. Like, um, like with WandaVision, did you notice that when you were, you were in Wanda's like world, it was like the square. But then when we went to the real world, it was, it had the widescreen bars. Yes. That's they, they also use that yeah. kind of thing. That was cool. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, and then as it got more modern, like when it got to like the modern family era or or the the nineties era or it might have been after the nineties one, then her world was also widescreen also. So I, I thought that was pretty cool and full color and there's no yeah. like filter on it, um like CRT kind of thing. Um, so she's put into this cabin. There's this guy and he's holding the actress Alice Lee and she finally sees her, like she's face to face with her. Um, and the guy is saying. I can't remember what he's saying, but he's saying something like or whatever. But then she takes she takes an axe and nails the guy right in the chest, which popped me off because as she was starting to swing it, he's like, "Wait, wait, that's not in the script!" And then, yeah. bam, got him. And I was like, "Oh!" Um, and the the actress Alice Lee starts freaking out because when because right before that she went into the woods where he had, had like it already set up for a prehand. Yeah. And so he's like coaching her like, you know, you're scared this and that and she's like, "No." And he's like, "God damn it, just go with it." Like he, you know, he's a director, he's just mad. Yeah. But she's like not like no selling it and then finally she's like, "I just want my sister back." And he's like, "All right, fine. Yeah, sure, go with that. Go with that." He just wanted to get the the shot with her and then that's when it led her it led her to the ins- grabbing the axe and going inside. Right. And she is just convinced that this is his sister because it looks just like her, like like she would, like the I guess police had done some sketch, like they always do. They assume how they're going to look in the future. Yeah. She mentions that to like her parents or something, because um, she's she tells them about the movie that she saw, and they're just like, you you got to stop. Yeah. Um. Rough. Right. And so she, and then she just starts taking the axe out and just hitting them over and over and over again. Which and I then, thought like, oh fuck, she's crazy, but then like she like his stomach opened up and there was a face in there. And then, so she attacked it and I was like, Oh shit. So she's not crazy, but you know, <laughs> well, uh, but then the crew, the one of the guy in the crew starts barfing and the director comes in like, what the fuck's going on? Eh? Isn't it? And then yeah, he, yeah. he's like, Oh my God. She's like, Oh my God. Yeah. She's like, he killed, she killed Jerry or, you know, whatever. Carl or something. Yeah. And it was like, Oh shit. And then he's like, like he just kind of dumbfounded, and then she's like, "No, like this is you." And then she like just took the axe and one swoop cut his fucking head off. Yep, cut off the fucking director's head, and the actress Alice Lee like screams and runs out, and then Enid is Enid screaming, "No, I'm I'm here to save you. It's me. It's Enid. It's your your it's your sister. I finally found you." Yeah, and she finally kind of calmed her down. She's like, "No, no, I'm not. I'm not hurting you. Like, I'm your sister. You remember me, right?" And she's like, "I have a sister, and you're not it. Like, you're not her." And then she just kind of like, no, like, this has to be it. And then she, like, ha- has a remote, and then she, like, rewinds, and then she sees, like, her emerge from, like, this fog and light, and she's like, you've come to save me. And then she finally has this, like, look of happiness on her face, like, yeah, you know, I did it. Like, let's go. I'm taking you home. And so they're, like, driving in the car, just laughing. It's a nice sunny day, finally, you know, instead of the gloom and night that it's been. And as they're driving, the camera just kind of cuts, like it, like it's the VHS uh, tracking. Yeah, like yeah, the bigger, like the tracking. It moves, 
and then like you see her like screaming and then all of a sudden it cuts back to her smiling and then she kind of you get like a frame yeah it cuts to ingrid who's like huh but then she's like oh no it's okay and then she's smiling like yeah like i'm taking you home and then like they pull into the house the mom and dad see her and then they're like oh my god and she feels so happy she did it and then the sister runs over there and talking to them but then you see the tracking again where she's like help me and the parents are like horrified and yeah. they cut back to the happiness and then she like kind of looks at the camera and just like smiles as like the camera fades and then all of a sudden the tracking like fucks up again and then the VHS spits out a video that says censor and I was like fuck so I, I don't know if you caught this but earlier when she's in the video store she grabs a video off the shelf and she's looking at it and it's called something like like a, a brand new day or something like that and it's like a it's like it's kind of like a happy-go-lucky family just sitting like standing on their lawn the flowers are blooming a white picket fence and that is the exact shot that she's looking at at the end with her sister with her parents oh, I did that not she's that. seeing i i i luckily it's one of the few times i've actually made a connection like oh uh, from earlier uh also so with she, the remote, because the, the remote that she uses in the woods is the exact one that she's using at the beginning of the movie to review all the movies. Oh, gotcha. So she asked, yeah. like, she, I, I figured it had something to do with, like, her job because, because yeah, because of what she does. Yeah. But I, I didn't notice the, the, the VHS she looked at, like, yeah. good, because then it's like, oh, she made it to, like, a happy movie that she knows is, like, works. <laughs> but, God, just that cut, that cut frame of where, like, the dad is, like concerned and the mom's scared and then she's just like help me and it's like fuck and you and you get like so little of it that yeah. whole that whole scene is so creepy it's creepier than any fucking movie where they just use loud noises and jump scares it's a thousand yeah. times more effective at making the scene very creepy yeah it was, um, it was pretty fucking i i love this movie it's not bad quick little like 40 it, it was like literally halfway through because it was like 40 minutes and i was like all right, yeah, slow burn, okay. And then that's it is a, it is a quick 84-minute movie. Movies don't have to be longer than this. The entire story can be told in that amount of time. They did it all the time back in the day. Not everything needs to be two and a half hours. Um, yeah, it, it's a quick watch. Like You could say, it's like, yeah, I guess slow burn, but the movie itself isn't very long, so it's not like you're going to be sitting there forever going, when is the movie going to start? Yeah, at least it, at least for me it wasn't. Yeah, the buddy watched it on his laptop, and I had my little <laughs> air conditioner on, so it was loud as fuck. So I had to put my headphones on and watch it. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. I heard it crystal clear. So when the music got loud, it was like, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, this is Not like, bad. this is probably the best horror movie I've seen, probably since Hereditary, for me. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Well, because I mean, what's well, what what's come out since then? Well, I'm. Th- I don't fucking know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, like, this is the one that's gonna stick with me, just the way that they did it, because it's it's slow. It's like um, uh, Black Coat's daughter. Oh yeah, that's that yeah, just, that's true. It's slower and it's more subtle, but you get bits in there where it's like, oh, that's creepy. She's fucking praying super fast at this furnace. That's creepy as fuck. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, that scene still gets me too. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, the two thumbs way up for uh from me for censor. Go check it out. Yeah, no, I I say it too. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs look way up. Hopefully you all watched it before our review because we gave everything away. Um, True, but, but I mean, it's buddy, still worth you know, it. it. This came out months ago, so everyone... that is that is true. Everyone's and, seen uh, this obscure British movie called Censor. What's oh, a video nasty? No one knows. 
Yeah, you guys got a history lesson and a good review. Like, come on. What? That's that's what I strive to do here on Thirty One Days that we keep doing, yeah. even though we said we won't. This is, I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is tied so far with the top three this year, because I have a hard time picking number one between Train to Busan, Firebase, and this. All very different movies. Very, exactly. very different things. Uh, you watch all three in a row and have one hell of a marathon. Start with Sensor, go into the Firebase, and then end with Train to Busan. True. It's a damn yeah. good marathon. Start with, start with something that's uh, that gets you thinking, and then you, something that's like, oh shit, that makes you want more, and then you end with something that makes you fucking cry. Something cry. There's lots of action in it, too. Plenty of excitement. Very true. Oh man, yeah. what, a, what a good year so far! Eight yeah. great fucking days. Well, but I know last year's gonna be hard to top, but I'm not looking to top it. I'm just looking to keep the momentum going, and I'm 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 doing my best. Uh, I mean, so far, like, out of the eight movies so far, uh, maybe Texas Chainsaw, but it's just because I didn't see it. So right. Like, you know, but everything else was pretty fun. Zygote was fucking good. Ringu yeah, was fucking good. We were, we're changing things off. up. We're getting more into international horror very early on this year we have short films even we've expanded to there's something else on shutter that's very weird that i want to watch that's a little bit experimental and i wonder if the buddy will like it i don't know <laughs> well you gotta let me know now before it goes away uh, i think it's an original so i don't know if it, i don't think it's going anywhere oh uh, okay good uh but Is yeah it the beach house no that. oh god that was so good <laughs> pretty good um it's called wolf house it's a different house oh shit yeah, so maybe it'll pop up on there. <laughs> Who knows? Yep. I think it's Spanish or Italian? Oh, great. It's it's all and it's all like animated. It's 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 hard oh. to explain. It's like stop motion sort of. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. But all right. So uh thank you everybody for listening embarking with us on yet another journey. Yep, and we'll see you at the scary movies. Boo. Wow, that sure was a great episode, huh, gang? If you liked what you heard, and why wouldn't you, interact with us on social media. Follow us at TNJUniverse on Instagram. That's TNJUniverse. Or find us individually at SandmanRios on Instagram and ZeroSignal316 on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you next time. Fuck yeah!